Welcome into another whole home edition of Sportball. That's right. Just another day. I'm your boy, Sam. With me, as always, are these two. I don't even know how to describe them. One of them has facial hair. One of them doesn't. It's not who I expected, so it's throwing me off. Seth and Kyle, boys, how we doing? Happy Halloween, belatedly. To the listeners. I think Seth shaved his uh, mutton chops and it's pretty upsetting. I did. I was Sorry. hoping those would stay with us. <laughs> you should have really adopted that. <laughs> uh, uh, how is everyone feeling after the Halloween weekend? Feeling good. Fantastic. Been eating chili all week. Well, I don't give a shit how you feel. All right. This is a business. <laughs> to business. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. That's why I don't give a shit how you feel. We have two sports to cover. And what they are will surprise you. Pickleball. Curling. <laughs> and curling. I feel like we look like guys who would cover curling, don't you? Do you know that my brother-in-law actually plays curling? I did know that, yeah. We should join curls. He's a curler. I feel like we might be sneaky really good at it. Oh, I am. <laughs> it's not even sneaky. <laughs> not one bit. Uh, those are not the sports that we'll be discussing today. In fact, it will be the NFL and the NBA. Um, a scintillating start. sports we ever cover. <laughs> <laughs> a scintillating start to the NBA season. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. It's nice to just, instead of talking about Ben Simmons for six months straight, we can actually watch real basketball, which is refreshing. Um, so we thought we'd start off with some NBA early season overreactions. And then at the end of the pod, we'll do some NFL midseason review for those of you that want to skip ahead to the NFL. But jokes on you because it'll be curling instead when you get there. Uh, so, ah. <laughs> so it's been two weeks of the NBA, give or take. Um, so it's time to give our strong opinions on how the first part has gone and what we expect to happen the rest of the way. Um, I will start off with my first overreaction. Is everyone ready? I want everyone sitting down. Seth stood up. <laughs> I don't know what that means for us. My first one isn't as much to do with, with the actual basketball, even though I just said that's the only thing I enjoy watching. It is that... Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> it is that Zion will be gone from the Pelicans in a matter of a few years, which may not even be that hot of a take. A few years. Yeah, yeah, that's lukewarm at best, I'd say, at this point. Well, here's what's going to happen, in my humble opinion. He's going to sign his extension because of the injuries. He's going to lock down the money. And then sure. one to two a year after that, he'll ask out like everyone does these days. And it's a dumpster fire over there. It's They're one and eight. They're the worst team in the league which you guys have to answer for since they're a 10 seed. Hmm? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's not – 10 seed is like, yeah, whatever. They might sneak into the 10 seed. Like, Kyle and I weren't high on the Pelicans. No. We just needed – No, it was just like there were – yeah. The bottom of the barrel west, and we were like, I like their chances better than the other bottom of the barrel teams. All right, you've answered. Uh, so Zion's been out with a foot fracture, as the listeners may know. And 
it wasn't even we had no idea he had a foot fracture. Then they come out and say it. Then they say he'll be ready for the season, which we're all like, there's no fucking way he's ready Bullshit. for the season. Yeah. He's been out. He's going to be keep being out for several more weeks. And there are rumors that he's ballooned up to over 300 pounds. And also rumors that he just doesn't work hard in the off season or, you know, isn't very in love with his craft, you might say. So things are, things are looking dicey over there. And you know, David Griffin hasn't done a lot to keep <laughs> to keep him there. He hired Stan Van Gundy. He was ass, so he fired him a year later. He let Lonzo Ball go to the Bulls for no reason and replaced him with Devontae Graham, who's ass, and we all know he's ass. And he also got back Sadaransky in the deal with the Bulls. He's like, ooh, look, we got something back. Sadaransky doesn't even play for them, despite them not having any good players. And uh, by the way, he could have had Drew Holiday still. Yeah, but he does not. So, yeah, I think he's gone. I don't know. I guess it would have seemed like a pretty hot take the first few years of his career, but it almost seems inevitable now. Sadly, doesn't it? This is third year too. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it's yeah. been that long. I think a hot take would be like Zion Williamson will be on the Pelicans for the next eight years. That's a hot take. Yeah. That would be I surprising. guess I just figured anything is an overreaction if you say someone's going to leave their team when they're about mm-hmm. to sign a match deal with them. Yeah. Um, here's a question for you. If we redid the 2019 NBA draft today, would Zion even be in the top two? I would definitely go one. Our, our uh, friend, Jonathan Morant. And I think... <laughs> friend of the pod. <laughs> He's actually but... sitting over here next to me. He just doesn't talk often. The contender for second, Tyler Hero. You wouldn't have said this last year, last season. No. Maybe the, this wasn't one of my official overreactions, but maybe it could be. Based on he was part, he's what part we've of seen, one of mine. What we've seen from the beginning of the year, right? Which a lot of people were kind of saying, like, preseason, you know, Tyler Hero is going to bounce back, whatever. And I think you could also throw in Darius Garland into that. He's been promising the last couple of years much more than, well, I don't know. Again, these are overreactions because before the season, like before the injury, even with potential injury concerns, we still thought Zion was like a top 25 player, you know? So I think I'd probably still draft him second in that if we're redoing it, but. Yeah. I mean, we almost forget how dominant he was last season, right? He was averaging 27 points per game on like 60% shooting or 65%, whatever it was. So um, he has a long way to go until he's like that type of player that can single-handedly lead his team to the playoffs. But yeah, you have to love the upside. I think especially if you're a team that has an inkling, you can keep him there because you're a bigger market or a more desirable market, you would prefer him, right? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd be very nervous to even – had, like if I was a Pelicans, I'd be nervous to even give him the max, but you, you have to, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's been one of the overarching storylines of the first couple of weeks. Maybe not as basketball related. What do you What do you got, Seth? For what are your overreactions? All right. Uh, I asked you this in a text maybe two weeks ago, Sam. Um, so my overreaction is that at the end of the season, we will be convinced that Jalen Brown is a better player than Jason Tatum. 
Mm. The spice is in the air. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, so far he's been better this year, right? So Tatum um, has been awful, to be honest, so far. Uh, And I blame Kyle because Kyle told me that he was going to get MVP. I should have known it was just a reverse jinx to fuck over my Celtics. He has a beautiful Um, mind. (laughs) Yeah. He's shooting uh, 38% from the field, not from three, from the field, and 26% from three. Uh, So I don't know. All I do is talk on a podcast, but I don't think that's very good. And perhaps most can... Yeah, <laughs> most of the time you guys aren't here, but <laughs> most concerningly, uh, he's not even getting to three assists a game. And I think the the big thing that we were waiting for with the Tatum leap was for his playmaking ability to improve, right? And we saw just this week there was a bit of a scuffle um, after one of the Celtics' losses where Marcus Smart essentially was calling out both Tatum and Brown for not passing. And obviously we can litigate like whether that was an appropriate thing for Marcus to say in public and, you know, to what extent is that real and all that. But I think Tatum has not looked like at all, anything of a better playmaker and now he's not even scoring efficiently. I mean, he's never even been that efficient, but he was decently efficient and would put up the numbers and would make difficult shots. He was a good one-on-one scorer. And now he just looks like a high-volume scorer who's like he's like a DeMar DeRozan type, but not even as good as he is now. I was going to say. (laughs) DeMar DeRozan on the Raptors when he was just shooting mid-range shots and like hitting 40% of them. Yeah, so, doing that right now. So <laughs> I think he might be hitting like 60% of them though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was hitting threes though. You'll have your time to talk about the Bulls, Kyle. I know it's one of your reactions that they're going to win the championship. <laughs> and then you compare that to Jalen, who's shooting 50% from the field and 39% from three. Um, and so I would like to see his playmaking improve as well, but at least he's scoring. And I think defense there comparable. Brown's a little bit quicker. So that's my hot take. Uh, what say you on the matter? We're seven games in. Obviously, this is overreactions after two weeks into the season, but, you know, I'm not too concerned about the the overreaction that Seth has brought to us. Um, I still think the Celtics are going to be okay. Thankfully they got out Horford to lock them down. Really, you know, he's been doing great for them, but. Um, yeah, Al's been the one bright spot, huh? <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the scariest thing about them is just their overall team defense being what essentially the worst scoring defense in the league. So. Seth, how have you felt about uh, Ime Doka so far, speaking of that poor defense? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really feel like I can evaluate him at this point. Um, 
I think the the only concerning thing, right, is what we what I mentioned about Smart calling out his teammates and like that's the type of thing that you would expect to be resolved by the head coach um, and that he can manage those personalities and get everybody on the same page working towards common goal. So, but I mean, I don't, I don't blame him right now for anything that's been bad in their season. I think he deserves, he deserves a chance to, uh, to cut his teeth, as they say, as an NBA head coach. So, TBD. So, there was also a report that the Celtics held an emotional players-only meeting mm-hmm. to deal with this disgruntlement. Uh, and then they managed to beat Orlando. So that... <laughs> Do we get a trophy nice, or... <laughs> a nice medicine. I think they just need to trade Marcus Smart. I think they just need a real point guard. Yeah, who can play I think... For others. I never thought I would say this. Yeah, Dennis has been ass as well. Dennis is terrible. Inefficient players who shoot mid-range. Dennis the menace, baby. He has been a menace for the Celtics fans. Can you Um, imagine if you had, like, Ricky Rubio, how much better you'd be? Yeah. Ricky Rubio has been ass this year, too, hasn't he? I mean, he can pass the ball. That type of player. Imagine you send Marcus Smart and a litany of picks for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Oh my god. god that hard. would be I'm just wet thinking about that. That would be uh, excuse me, I have to excuse myself. Uh yeah, I mean the thing is Marcus Smart is like he should be playing like the Alex Caruso role in a like on a good a good team, right? He shouldn't be your point guard, your only point guard starting a point guard and is supposed to be playmaking for others, especially when your wings can't playmake, right? So you know, it also it goes back to that two wings thing that we discussed, right? If you're two superstars, neither of them are really playmakers, kind of like the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard issue that we talked about before. I wonder how long that can sustain, right? Do you think there's any, um, I guess, do you, or do you fear that these two are going to break up maybe after this season or going forward? Mm, or do you even want uh, that? No, I don't want it. I don't have a big fear of that. Um at least in the short term, I could see it one day. But Seth has been wanting Bradley Beal to come rejoin Tatum for how long? And what sweet, sweet, uh, I can't think of the word as I usually can't. Um, Irony? Sure. It'll be once Tatum leaves to go to Washington to join up with his old friends. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, let's move yeah. on for the Celtics yeah. because – they're playing right now, so maybe they'll just beat the Heat and they'll look great. <laughs> Kyle, what's your first overreaction? Um, that the Heat are going to finish first in the East. Welcome. I know. I was wrong. I said it again. It's becoming <laughs> a common occurrence these days. My God. <laughs> Fatherhood really, you know, does that to you. I told you guys I was going to bet on them to come out of the East before the season. I mean, I didn't, of course, but it's good that you came around. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Jimmy Butler is obviously two weeks in having a career year so far. Um, 
He has he's averaging career highs in points per games, rebounds, steals, field goal percentage, and true shooting percentage. Um, you know, we all scoffed at the fact that Tyler Hero said he should be talked about in the same vein as Luca and Trey. Um, so far into the season, both all three players are averaging between 22 and 23 points per game. Tyler Hero has the higher field goal percentage and the higher three point percentage right now. Okay, but Hero's not even starting coming off. I understand that's what I mean. He's doing this by coming off the bench. He uh he has four 25 point games off the bench. The rest of the NBA has a total of six 25 point games off the bench. 25 point scores off the bench. Sounds like he's gonna uh beat out Alex Caruso for six man of the year. Looking oh, Caruso forward to starting, that dollar. So. There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance, but yeah, you know, with the Patrick. Injury. I mean, Caruso Caruso's can't... not starting actually. Oh yeah, that's true. But he can't win MVP and six man of the year, so that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's almost unheard of, right? <laughs> almost. almost unheard of. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, they've looked great so far. Yeah, obviously, when I, you know, made my claims of them being, did I say they were a playing? No, they were just above a playing team. Um, I wasn't expecting hero to look like Tyler hero, his freshman year in the league, uh, especially what was that? Was that during the bubble that he had a crazy run? Um, you know, obviously we knew Lowry was going to do what Lowry does. Uh, he's kind of just a, a better, um, Dragic. Exactly. I feel like Lowry's almost like challenging himself to see how good he can play without scoring any points. It does feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wait, he's doing great at that. So Right. So, yeah, I mean, they're doing all this without Oladipo as well. Yeah. You know, so that just provides an extra extra person of depth. I forgot for about Oladipo. Right, wow. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I have to go make a call, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think to me, and I kind of – had an inkling of this before the season, but this is kind of solidified to me now that the Heat, the Nets, and the Bucks come playoff time to me are in a tier of their own in the East. And you one of those teams, well, one of those teams won't make the Eastern Conference Finals. So we'll see how that pans out. But I think they're, I see the, those three as head and shoulders above the rest of the East. You guys agree with that? I would probably have the Bulls in that conversation. Outrageous. I'm surprised. <laughs> Is he waiting for a second overreaction to say the Bulls are going to win another six championships? <laughs> Best start since their last three championship run. So, what could it mean? <laughs> there was some stat too that was like Caruso was the last Bulls player since Michael Jordan to do something. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I think it was like get a steal in every game or something. Uh, all right. Yeah. So I, I like what the Heat are doing so far. I think it will be a, a problem come playoff time. Can I get my second overreaction? I'll allow it. The Warriors are going to make the finals. Oh, my God. That was mine. Really? Yeah. All right. We can tag team it then. Um, this team is first in defensive rating right now. And they were a good defensive team last year, but they're even better so far this year. Uh, their bench is just so much better this year, which was one 
that was the big problem last year was like when Steph had an off game or when he was on the bench, they were absolutely atrocious, not right. a middle school level team. Now they have Iggy at the, at the prime of his post prime. They have Jordan Poole, who is starting now, but will come off the bench later. They have Gary Payton, the second, AKA the midden who like Incredible. gets to steal every minute. <laughs> is that an adopted nickname? I yeah. Like his nickname is the midden. Yeah. He, like, I know what his stats are, but it's crazy when you watch it. Like, he gets a steal every, like, three possessions. <laughs> yeah, it's – he was on another level last night watching. Yeah, yeah. and last night was a great a example, right? dunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last night was a great example of this bench, right, because Steph didn't have a good game. He had five points up until, like, late third. He ended up with 15, and they still beat the Hornets, who are a good team, right? That's not something they would have done last year. I can pretty much guarantee that. For sure. So, you know, if our favorite boy, Clay, comes back at like 80% even, I think they have a real shot. I mean, yeah, they don't even have to worry about Ubre or Wiseman right now, which was their two biggest problems last year. So, I mean, we really should have expected them to be a lot better. I think I was probably highest on them when we ranked them for the playoffs at least but they definitely are exceeding expectations. And that's why I also had them as winning, winning the West and making the finals. Yeah. I think we all had them like something like five to eight or something, but I think they're even better than that. I forgot about the Kelly Oubre corollary. Corollary. Thank you. Which is that your team gets bumped 10 wins. We don't have to be distracted by his beautiful eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, did you even mention that they have the best defensive rating in all of the league right now. I did. That was the first thing I said, actually. Okay, good. I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah. Steph has the best defensive rating of any guard in the league just by himself. Wow. Yeah. Sam, did you mention how they, uh, their bench is better than it was last year? No. The one person I don't think you did mention, though, about the bench, our good boy, Otto Porter. Mm. Big come up for ball. them. Otto Porter and Bielitsa have been contributing. Bielitsa was nice for them. Yeah. So far, I was going to say, Otto Porter and Steph Curry together, an unstoppable force, it seems. 60 minutes on the court together. A 26.5 net rating between the – when they're both on the court. Was that like one minute a game? (laughs) One minute a game. It's at least 10, right? Yeah, probably. (laughs) I mean, I – Apparently, anyone saying. but Kelly Oubre has a huge honestly on off with Steph. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Seth? You like that? Like Warriors come out of the West? Yeah, I thought about saying that as well, um, and I would love it to happen. So I'm down. I mean, who else? Right? Like, I mean, obviously, any of the other 15 teams in the West, but <laughs> <laughs> like the Lakers, this team is constructed right now in Los Angeles is not a championship team. Is that one of your overreactions? This uh, one of my overreactions does involve the Lakers, so go good ahead, segue. Take it away, unknowingly. I knew Russell Westbrook. What the Westbrook will not be on the team come playoff time. I kind of feel that way too. Send him back to OKC for Shea, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just still make the Buddy Heald trade? That's probably still on the table, right? You think it is? I don't think. I mean, that obviously they, not with would, the same players. They but. can't trade Kuzma. Yeah. <laughs> how how would Russ even fit on that team when they, we already have Halliburton and? It's the Kings. They don't care. <laughs> I guess that's true. They did draft. 
yeah i don't know what the deal is gonna be yeah um but and to be honest his stats have still been okay he's like i know this because on my fantasy team so he's at like 29 and 8 or something um but yeah it just i think i've heard on some other podcasts too about like it reminds people of uh lebron's last year with the Cavs and how when he had like d wade and uh some other random players and then traded them all and got larry nance and jordan clarkson and that whole crew yeah so i don't know i don't know what it's gonna be where he's gonna go uh and i still think it's like underrate like unlikely to happen but i can see it i mean i, I yeah it's got to change. This team has to change by playoff time. I mean, I think we kind of all didn't really like the fit of what Russell Westbrook on this team anyways. No. Um, it sounds like LeBron did have a, a one-on-one meeting with Dame over the offseason. And Dame kind of told him that, you know, I'm sticking with Portland. Portland's my home. But, you know, I mean – Portland doesn't look the best. Dame's off to a rocky start. Yep. You know, people's minds change. That would be yeah. nice to see come playoff time. The thing, I would hate I was, that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like either Russell's going to move or like half their team is going to move because mm-hmm. this is not fitting. Also, I see here that LeBron is going to miss a week with an abdominal strain. It's already so begun. Let Russ cook in the meantime. Yeah, um, I mean, like that is the one helpful Carmelo. thing, right? Like with LeBron out, they can at least not be the seventh seed like they were last year, probably. But come yeah, playoff time, I just guarantee that Carmelo keeps shooting fifty plus percent from three point line, right? The Carmelo sense is upon us. Yeah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and I mean, I think it would kind of be smart to like play most of the regular season with Russ to to spell them for those games that LeBron can't play. And then be like, all right, let's get rid of this guy because they he just doesn't allow them to maximize their best lineup for the playoffs. Like, yeah, I feel like what you could get, even if it was Buddy Heald, would would make their best lineup better, right? Buddy Heald doesn't have the ability to take over the offense when LeBron is sitting. But if you have those three out there at the end of a playoff game, I'd rather have that than Russ, you know? So. Yeah. It's like during the regular season, I love having Russ run the offense when LeBron is sitting, but in the playoffs, I don't want Russ running the offense at all. I want LeBron running it for 42 minutes. So. How's that going to manifest itself? It's almost as if we all knew this coming into the season. (laughs) Uh, All right. Only we ran an NBA team. I say it all the time. He ain't lying. All right, give me your give me your overreaction, your second one, Kyle. You had mine. It was the Warriors to win oh, yeah. last. We I have a few honorable mentions it. I'm going to throw out at you then. Are you ready? Typical. You can't respond at all. All right. Number one, Miles Bridges will make it an all-star team. All right. 24, 8, and 3. Three stocks, 56, 37, 87. Shooting eight threes a game this year. You can't it's respond. Brago ruins him. He responded already. <laughs> he broke protocol. Uh, number two, uh, this new ball. Oh, it's going to yeah. take a year for shooters to get used to it. Yeah. Shooting is down least, across the league. 
and that's so probably a combination of George the new that, foul rules too, right? Well, that, but was it Paul George that made a comment about the ball? Like it, yeah. Some obviously did. he was like, it's not a mis- You know, we're not using it as an excuse, but it's one hundred percent a different feel than what yeah. we've been playing with for how many years? It's like when they play FIBA and they're like, "What the hell is this?" Uh, all right. James Harden is average with the new foul rules. Yeah, I just said that one to piss Kyle off. I'm kidding. He'll adjust. Uh, all right. Last one. Luca's Mavs team is worse than Slovenia. Agreed. <laughs> Again, I thought this was supposed to be hot takes. It's so fucking bad, dude. Holy shit. Straight up truths. I feel so bad for Luca. Can I toss Come an on. honorable mention in there? Yeah, please. John ja Morant to win the scoring title. I had John ja Morant as the best point guard in the league in my honorable mentions, so but I thought that was too hot for this room. Uh, I don't know if that's hot enough. <laughs> well, it is too hot considering Shea Gilders Alexander is sitting on a one and six team and is con- continually triple teamed when he's on the court. So, and I guess Steph is a point guard technically, but you know, what has he done lately? His brother's better than him. <laughs> Uh, all right, you guys want to switch over to the NFL quick here? Yeah, God, yes. All right, so listeners, this is when the curling section is. If you're if you're skipping ahead, uh, mid season, kind of. I mean, there's 17 weeks now, but 18 really, right? So we are exactly in the mid season because it's NFL Week Nine, 17 games, 18 weeks. You guys with me? Right. <laughs> yep. They both left the room. It's just me alone. Uh, <laughs> I want to hit the AFC first because there's a lot of interesting things going on. <clears throat> Namely, first of all, what Say is it. up with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Okay. He's I know I don't want to get all I don't want to get all talking ahead here Monday morning, sports center or whatever, but good thing it's Thursday evening and <laughs> our heads are attached to our body. And speak for yourself. Mike White is better than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so <laughs> so at the beginning of the season, the Chiefs were kind of struggling, but their offense was still elite. This last month, offense has been terrible. Three points against the um, the Titans. Cheeks, cheeks, Barely cheeks, beat cheeks. the Giants, 20-17. to uh, So, what's going on here? They don't yeah, have Sammy Watkins. Uh, that's true. They do not. So, by that... <laughs> You know, Sammy's gone, so I think McCole Hardman has kind of stepped into that secondary wide receiver role. And we all know, or at least assumed, him to essentially just be a Tyreek Hill light player. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just burn the defense and just run downfield and Mahomes will get it to you. So they don't really have anyone to really compliment the middle of the field besides, you know, Travis Kelsey. But um, I think having multiple players that could play underneath, get to the sidelines in the intermediary part of the field really helped them to open up, you know, more deep shots downfield. That and their, you know, Clyde Edwards-Solaire isn't what, everyone expected so their running game is really not that great either yeah 
And Kelsey, it should be said. Yeah. Hasn't been as elite as we might have expected so far. Seth, what to say you? Um, I don't know the answer. I can only say what I've seen, which is just completely uncharacteristic of themselves. Um, you know, it'd be one thing if it was like just the defense is bad and they're losing or, um, you know, the offensive line is terrible and Mahomes just like doesn't have enough time. But I don't feel like those are the only problems. Like drop passes, just not as – creative plays aren't really working like they used to. So I don't know. I mean, I, I always lean towards someone with the skills of Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey that they'll just figure it out. But I thought that would happen the last two weeks and it didn't. So. Will they miss the playoffs? No. Kyle. Yes. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I think he thought I just asked him if he wanted a new NFT. <laughs> All right, here's who's in the playoffs right now in the AFC. Titans, one seed. Sons, Derrick Henry. Raiders, two seed. Ravens, three seed. Bills are the four seed. Bengals, five seed. Steelers, six seed. Chargers, seven seed. Chiefs and Patriots, Browns and Broncos all at four and four in the hunt. But only two of the, you said Chiefs, Broncos, Browns, Patriots, two of those four could make it, right? Anyone could make it. (laughs) Assuming the top five that you listed stay. Oh, you listed five 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 before that, right? Yeah, two of the Patriots, Chiefs, Browns, and Broncos. But a lot of them could win their division and move up to the top five. So well, not it's very lot. wide open. <laughs> very wide open. The thing is, they have to jump two people in their own division, too. Yeah. You got to think they can get it done, though, right? I, I, I believe it till I see it. Uh, it sounds sad this season. <laughs> it sounds sad this the other day, but it's like, this always happens when you lose the Super Bowl and we forgot to, met, to factor it in. Like, not necessarily that you miss the playoffs, but there does seem to be a Super Bowl loss hangover, right, the next year, and the team does not do as well as you might expect. So maybe some of this was expected. Um, looks like perhaps Odell Beckham's gone from the Browns. Have you seen mm-hmm. what's going on there? Uh, Junior. He's excused from practice the last couple of days after. Yeah, his father made an Instagram post about all the wide-open plays that they were missing him on. Uh Gotta say, it did not make Baker look good either. So it seems like he may have played his last game for the Browns. It does certainly seem that way. Um, <clears throat> and I saw LeBron like commented on the, the tweet as well, noted Browns fan. Um, it's one of those things where I think we were just overrating Odell, right? He just isn't as good as we thought he was. And he wants people to still consider him like as good as we thought. And so now like there's all this drama and he's trying to blame it on the Browns organization when in reality, he's maybe just not as good. Yeah. Counterpoint. 
Baker is ass. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both, right? Baker's obviously not an elite quarterback. OBJ is probably right. better than he showed with the Browns and not as good as he showed with the Giants anymore. Um, I mean, I honestly feel like, like late career Eli Manning was all that incredible. Probably still better than Baker, though. I honestly, it, I feel like it doesn't even matter for the Browns if he's gone or not. No. They were better without him last year. <laughs> what do you, where do you fall on all this, Kyle? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, they're dealing with, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of, you know, injuries in one, right? They don't have that one two punch anymore. Kareem hunts out. Um, I think we all, when he came into the league, had extremely high expectations for Baker Mayfield, obviously winning the Heisman in, uh, in college and then, you know, expecting him to be that same player. But I think he's kind of shown himself more as a game manager than a game changer. Mm, which that's is a great way to put it. What we expected him to be. Um. And it's just tough when you don't have super elite talent to throw the ball to, which is, I kind of feel like, you know, Jarvis is a great, you know, beta receiver. Like he's not meant to be the alpha on a team. I thought you're going to say Butler name after Jarvis <laughs> is a great, but. Uh, that's true too. Um, and then. Odell, you know, was supposed to be that alpha player, but um, I feel like those injuries early in his career kind of just destroyed the trajectory that we kind of expected him to have. And you put all these, you know, different pieces in a pot and and stir it up. You don't get uh, an absolutely elite team on both sides of the ball. Or a well-tasting stew. You don't get that either. Uh, Final AFC question. Who should I consider to be the favorite in the AFC? AFC? Bills. Bills, hands down. It's got to be at this point, right? Everyone, I think the Ravens have made a, a little bit of a push to be considered in that, but what I don't trust anyone else in the AFC besides those two. Yeah, I mean, obviously... <sighs> with some of the most devastating news in my life sports-wise, Derrick Henry, <laughs> his injury just throws yeah. a giant wrench into any of the plans for the Titans. Yeah. Um, even though running backs don't matter. Um, He's like the one, only one of them that does besides uh, there's a few, right? But yeah. So one of them. Um, bound to happen. He's gone how many years without sustaining like any injury to keep him sidelined. Yeah. Seth, you know, why do you see this coming? <laughs> no, I'm Should just saying, like, we, this is on know, my team. We, I feel like the way he's been drafted every year, which, right, you can't expect injuries, but there's always talk of him not being worth a first round pick because he doesn't catch the ball. He's not really used as a receiver. He just gets an outrageous amount of carries. And obviously, mm-hmm. he's one of, if not the best running back in terms of creating yards after contact. But at some point, right, how yeah, I mean, many they, players go through their career without having 
a somewhat serious injury. <laughs> they they talked about this on our favorite fantasy focus podcast, and they asked Stefania, injury expert, could this injury be related to all of the carries that he's had, you know, in his career? And she was kind of like, yeah, could be, but also maybe not. So. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily chalking it up to how many times yeah. he's touched the ball. Just, you know, the sheer amount of time that he spends on the field to right. take yeah, those hits. At some yeah. Point. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think it's really Bills, Ravens second, and then a real crapshoot after that in the AFC. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. in the NFC, moving over to that side real quick, I feel like there's this top tier that has separated themselves completely from the rest of the NFC, right? You have the Packers, you have the Cowboys. This is in no particular order. The Packers, the Cowboys, the Bucks, the Rams. And I think we have to consider the Cardinals in that in that group now. You just put them in mm-hmm. there. And then yeah. after that, like any one of those could, could make the could make the Super Bowl and I would not be surprised. And then after that, I think maybe the Saints have entrenched themselves as the sixth seed, at least for now, because they're five and two. Nobody else in the NFC is over four and four. <laughs> so my question to you is, after we take those contenders and the Saints and Trents in six, who else is going to make the playoffs and get that last seed in, in the NFC? I mean, our, let me list our contenders who are – you're not going to love any of them. Are you ready? <laughs> the Panthers, mm. the Vikings, the Niners, three and four, and losing half their players. The Falcons – who I said were going to make the playoffs before the year, and then immediately after said they weren't. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles are three and five. The Seahawks are three and five, perhaps getting Russ back. The Bears, who as a Bears fan, I can tell you are ass. Uh, so, you like any of those? Did you say the Saints? I said they're already entrenched in the sixth seed. I'm trying to find the last one. Oh. You know, I think pick. they're entrenched in the sixth seed halfway through the season with just For one now, game. I mean, they're two the games seed. ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in. do you think two of those teams I mentioned are going to make it? Because <laughs> that would be. <laughs> I can't wait for the Vikings to make it, just to really piss Seth off by a terrible <laughs> Kirk performance in the playoffs. That would piss me off. <laughs> Could Kirk He's himself thinking about it? Manage a double doink in a playoff game? It can't be ruled out. <laughs> oh my god! Do you think? Uh... Do you think my hatred for Kirk has gotten even higher somehow in the last week when we thought it couldn't? Yes. Yeah, I think it was the multiple checkdowns to uh, <laughs> Tyler Conklin with 30, no timeouts 30, and 45 30, seconds left to get in the field goal range. <laughs> 39, 20 seconds left in the game, no timeouts. Four-yard checkdown to Tyler Conklin inbounds. <laughs> Holy that shit. was the second one too, back to back plays. Easily got outplayed by Cooper Rush. Yeah, I texted uh, Sam. I texted Sam, Kirk Cousins, and five first round picks for Cooper Rush. Who says no? Can, do you think Matt knows that we're recording a podcast and talking about football right now? Why? Why? He just put in our chat. Oh. Yeah. All of my starting receivers are on a bye this week, and my top two running backs are injured. Bet I still whip Seth's ass, though. 
chance. Those listeners that might not know, Matt is our number one listener. I think they all know that at this point. Yeah. You're basically saying to Matt. Matt, if you, you don't, don't know, know, you're a number, you're one, number listener. one listener. Uh, okay, so can I pick a team? Since no one said anything about the team, we just shot the Vikings. Seattle. I was going to take Seattle as well because – it seems like Russ is going to come back pretty soon. He got the pins out already from his thumb, and you know he's going to work very hard to get back. He's like the anti-Zion Williamson. And uh, they're still three and five within striking distance. I don't know. I like them the most out of any of these teams, I think. Kyle, I know you disagree with us. You can't pick Pete Carroll. No, certainly not. I still want to like the 49ers, you know. I don't think – I just don't – it's confusing, right? Jimmy looked pretty good this past week, but at a moment's notice he could look terrible again, and we see Trey Lance come in and be the dual-threat quarterback we know he is. Um, so I, I think I'm going to stick with the 49ers over the Seahawks, but – I mean, the reality is we're not going to love the seventh seed, right? I mean, the Bears made We're not going to love the sixth seed. Yeah, I mean, the Bears made the playoffs last year because of the seventh seed. So we're not going to... in the first round. We're not going to think of them as a good team, whoever makes it. And they're going to probably lose, unless they're Seattle, and then Seth will pick them, and they'll still lose. Uh, Any (laughs) final NFL thoughts to sprinkle in, boys? Any burning things you want to say? Halfway through the season... Are you keeping the same Super Bowl teams? Or if you had, could repick right now, who are you taking? Absolutely fucking not. I think. Yeah, I picked, the Chiefs, not. I think. <laughs> yeah, I I picked the Chiefs and the Rams. Uh, give me Bill's Rams. Yeah. I'm going Seattle. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Get Bill's the fuck out. Wow. What did you go at the beginning of the season? Do you remember? Rams. I think Chiefs. you went Bill's Rams, didn't you? Did I go Bill's Rams? Might as well just I go that. Rams Chiefs. I think I did I go Bills actually. Sam did Rams right. Chiefs. Yeah. Our thousands of listeners Bills. can tweet at us and tell us what we picked. Yeah. I don't want to have to pick the Cardinals, but I have to pick the Cardinals after a start. Yeah. All that matters I is I'm. I would be extremely comfortable leaving my preseason prediction though. <laughs> I think it's going to be Bills Packers. Sadly, mm. I think the Packers I are mean, the best team. Although. What yeah, the hell happens, though, with this whole Aaron Rodgers situation? Yeah, yeah, I wonder if they get punished. But if they get punished, they'll probably like, take away draft picks and stuff, right? Yeah, you would think so. What a weird situation. Very strange. Never liked him anyways. Well, obviously, we don't like him. He is a Packers player. But I never liked him. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, Seth has other things to do because he's better than us. He has to record another Correct. podcast where he talks by himself into the void. So we'll <laughs> sign yeah. off for now. Kyle sent our listeners off with a little nugget to go home with. Tyler Hero will win sixth man of the year. I already bet on that. Alex versus Now the heat, though. <laughs>